The collapse and mystery of the Rapa Nui. What happened to this one civilization that is now known for all these huge stone figures of heads and torsos all over this island, this Easter Island, which is what we're calling it. The collapse and mystery of the Rapa Nui and Easter Island. Well, what happened to these guys? Did they destroy their environment? If they destroyed their environment, what did they do? What were the steps that they took to destroy the environment? And why did they destroy their environment? Well, we're going to take a look. Internal civil war. Let's say they did destroy their environment. Well, that means the resources are going to be less and less. And at the end of the day, it's all about survival. So with such few resources, somebody had to fight over them. Somebody had to realize what was going on and say, you know what, with all this few resources that we have at our disposal, I want my people to be in charge of this. So we're going to take a look at the internal civil war. Who was fighting? Why were they fighting? And what was the outcome of this internal fighting? Last but not least, we're going to talk a little bit about the mystery behind the stone statues, the stone giants. How did they get there? What do these statues represent? Well, we're going to touch on all that, but let's start off with the destroyed environment. What did they do and why did they do it? Well, simple. Ecocide. What is ecocide? According to Oxford Dictionary, destruction of the natural environment, especially when willfully done. And that plays great here. Okay. The people of Rapa Nui cut down all their trees. Why? Simple. They needed to build canoes. They needed to build their houses. It was part of their culture to burn the dead. This is what they use to transport these giant stone statues. You know, they take the huge tree trunks, plop the statues on these tree trunks, and roll them along. You know, it's sort of like the wheel, if you think about it. But they were longer, sturdier, stronger than the wheel. That's what these tree trunks were used by. But let's see. In April 1786, French explorer La Perouse speculated that in a distant time, the island's inhabitants cut down all their trees. He lamented that the loss of trees exposed the soil to the hot sun, drying up streams and desiccated the land, making it uninhabitable. The loss of trees made this island vulnerable to the sun, made it vulnerable to nature, vulnerable to the elements of the outside, drying up the streams, desiccating the land, drying up the land, so to speak, and without dried up land, with dried up land, how are you going to farm? How is it going to be used for all agriculture? All of this led to a scarcity of food. Another thing, Rapa Nui used to take part in deep sea fishing. Some have speculated that the loss of the forest brought an end to deep sea fishing, being that there were no more wood left on the, no more wood left on the island to build canoes. So with no wood on the island to build canoes, how are they going to be able to get out in the sea to fish, to hunt, to find new ways of providing for their family, of providing ways to eat? Well, that is a good question. However, many people do not believe that ecocide was the case of the demise of the Rapa Nui. But it did play a part. No matter where you look, it did play a part. Especially when you look into the eternal warfare speculation. 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 Left with the remnants of what used to be a thriving civilization, the island of Rapa Nui broke out into a civil war, fighting over what is left of their scarce resources for survival. 
When James Cook arrived in March of 1774, he noted how few people were on the island and thought to himself, what happened to everybody? Was it always this much of a small amount of inhabitants? And that is not likely. The amount of statues on the land and the lack of resources must have been used up by someone. Who are these someones? Well, simply, long ears and the short ears. The long ears referring to the Hanu-Epi people and the short ears referring to the Hanau-Mamoko people who were the first known inhabitants compared to the Hanau-Epi of Easter Island. It is thought that the long ears came along to the island far after the short ears had already a set of established culture and a way of life. One part being the Moai. Speaking back to the culture, it is said to believe that the long ears came tried to enslave the short ears. However, they did not have enough manpower, so they escaped up into the northern part of the island. What did they do in the northern part of the island? They hid. They set a fire blaze and they hid in the northern part of the island. The short ears, or the Momoko, seemingly just walked right around the fire and started taking out the Hanu Epe one by one. This was important to the Momokos. This was their land. They had to fight for their right. They had a responsibility to put up a fight and fight for their land. And so they did. It is said that the Hanuepe people, only a few survived. And what happened to them? Well, they did what most double agents will do and they flipped sides. They went into hiding as the Hanumomoko, not to get killed off. That is another speculation of to what happened to these people. Was it ecocide? Was it an internal civil war? If you ask me, it was both. You can't have one without the other. If they don't take down all their trees, if they don't single-handedly kill their own natural environment, their own environment, their own way of living, then there's no need to fight over these scarce resources. There's no need to think that you're going to be running out of time that you need to actually take out another type of people it's out it's outrageous but nonetheless this did transpire moving on to the mystery behind the stone statues how did they get there well we touched on that later they got there by the tree chunks they were rolled they were ruled, and what do they represent? That's the most important part. What do these statues represent? Well, by believed by most archaeologists, these statues are said to represent the spirits of ancestors, chiefs, or other high-ranking males who helped, who held important positions in the history of, of Easter Island or Rapa Nui, the name given by the indigenous people to their island. Archaeologist Joanne Van Tilburg, who has studied the Moai for many years, believe the statues may have been created in the image of various paramount chiefs. They were not individualized portrait sculptures, but standardized representations of powerful individuals. The Moai may also hold a sacred role in the life of the Rapa Nui, acting as ceremony conduits for communication with the gods. Which is very interesting. If you do your homework on Stonehenge, if you do your homework on the Rapa Nui, and if you just type in Rapa Nui, conspiracy, gods, you will get taken on quite the roller coaster ride. 
According to Van Tilburg, their physical position between earth and sky puts them on both secular and sacred ground. Secular in their representation of chief and their ability to physically prop up the sky and sacred in their proximity to the heavenly gods. Van Tilburg concludes, the Moai thus mediates between sky and earth, people and chiefs, chiefs and gods. This is huge. This speaks to their culture directly. This speaks to their culture directly. So, what happened to these people? What happened to these people? I'm not sure. And based on my research, nobody's sure. Was it ecocide? Was it a civil war? You know, conspiracy theories say this land was just visited by gods. The gods came down, took these people, and whisked away. Now, that's a little far-fetched, but I am one for conspiracy theories, and I like the way that that sounds a little bit better. Anyway, I appreciate you listening to a little background on to what possibly have happened to the Rapa Nui people. Did they destroy their environment? Did they have an internal civil war that just wiped off their population? You know? I told you what these statues meant. So now we know why there were so many of these statues. They were huge in this culture. They represented something much more. They represented spirits, ancestors, chiefs, gods. They represented everything holy, everything that we keep sacred, everything that we keep grounded. And last but not least, you know, was there spiritual play? Were gods involved in the construction and the destruction of Rapa Nui. Not sure, but we'll find out.